Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, AFC Oakwood continue at the top of the table with a 6-1 win over Gowell Stars. The Romans won Park Royal 2. And in my game of the week, Trabs and Spore UK 4, Atletico Cerezo 2. I did go for a 3-1 win, so I did get the margin right. Uh, pretty good result for Trabs and Spore UK. They are looking forward to the London Cup and they are also involved still in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. Moving on to Division 1, there was just one game played this week. It was a doubleheader between Highgate Alpine Reserves and Northumberland Park Rangers. Highgate Alpine Reserves 4, Northumberland Park Rangers nil in Game 1. And Highgate Alpine Reserves 2, Northumberland Park Rangers 1 in Game 2. In Division 2, GTFA 2, ASC Edmonton 2, North London Athletics 7, ASC Oakland Reserves 1. And Trent Park won Whetstone Wanderers under 23-2. Into Division 4, Intermill Hill 1, Gal Phoenix 2, Highgate Albion Studs 5, Brotherhood Cozzy 1. Brotherhood Cozzy winning the Division 4 title last week, having a hangover this week. And they've actually lost now their unbeaten run. They were previously unbeaten in Division 4. Very good result for Highgate Albion Studs there. Into Division 6, Chefchaun Berbers 4, Coney Hatch Athletic 1. Into the Cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, Heavy Hitters 3, New Copper 2. In the Premier Cup, Takers 1, Highgate Albion 1. Highgate Albion winning this time on penalties. They did lose their previous penalties against Takers. That was in the Middlesex Premier Cup, but they get their revenge here in the Premier Cup. Into the Intermediate Cup, Mill Hill Cup of Football 3, Cadaris Town 2. I believe that's the other semi-final, so I think the final is Mill Hill Club of Football against Trent Park. In the Junior Cup, Continental 3, Underdogs 0. I believe that was the other semi-final, so it's Continental against Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys in the Junior Cup final. Into the Invitational Cup. Westbourne United 4, Mermitship Galata 1 in Game 1 and Westbourne United 3, Mermitship Galata 0 in Game 2 in the doubleheader between Northwest Galacticos and South Tottenham United Northwest Galacticos 1, South Tottenham United 1 in Game 1 and Northwest Galacticos 0, South Tottenham United 0 in Game 2 in the doubleheader between Fireside and EC Galaxy EC Galaxy 0, Fireside 1 in Game 1 and Easy Galaxy 1 Fireside 0 in game 2. In uh, Panda, Panda 14, Tauflick 3. That is a football game um, that we haven't started playing rugby in the Barnet Sunday Football League yet. We might try it out next year, but obviously Panda tried it out on this day with a 14 3 win over Tauflick. And in the double header between Zaza and the Bandits. Bandits 2, Zaza 2 in game 1 and 
the Bandit 3, Zaza 1 in Game 2. In the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, Camden FC 3, Grange Park 4, FC Crickwood 3, Century Athletic 1, London Orient 0, Western Wonder Dogboys 5, North Athletico 3, Edmonton Rovers 0, North West Wolves 0, Anatolians 1, Sopranos FC 6, Maida Villa 1. In the Middlesex Junior Cup, Ivy League 4, Enfield United 8. Um, congratulations to Luke and the boys at Enfield United. Obviously, they're our rivals, but you want to see uh, Barnet League teams do well and expected them to win um, pretty much this competition, especially after their win on penalties against Ammonia Youth, who are another very strong team. But they take care of business here. Very convincing win in the end. Um, in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, Peckinsford 2, Park Royals 4. So moving on into the fixtures in our Premier Division. Only one game this week. Massive game. It's our game of the week. It's takers at home against Highgate Albion. Highgate Albion need to win every game. They need to beat Oakwood as well in their matchup in a few weeks' time to be able to win the league and I think they're going to pull out a tight 2-1 win here into the championship Panda face Zaza in Division 1 Enfield United face Kadaris Town AFC Rose take on AC Finchley and in my game of the week Peck and Spore take on Gospel Oak I'm going to go for a tight win here for Gospel Oak I'm going to go 3-2 to Gospel Oak into Division 2 now, Locomotive Thunder take on Trent Park, Grange Park take on AFC Open Reserves, Whetstone Wonders under 23 take on GTF Bay, and in my game of the week, another big game towards the top of the table, Mill Hill Club the football against North London Athletic, North London Athletic I think are promoted, they're almost champions, I think if they win this game they'll probably win the title, Mill Hill Club the football are probably the last line of defence stopping North London Athletic having an unbeaten season, which is a surprise for me and a great achievement for them because they weren't really anything to, to, to shout about last year. They were mid-table in Div 2, but they've turned it around this season, unbeaten. They're going to get promoted and they look like winning the title as well. I think Mill Hill Club, the football, will stop the progress. I don't think they'll beat them. I'm going to go for a one-all draw there. Into Division 3, North London Colts take on AFC Muswell Hill. In Division 5, Roman reporters face South Tottenham United. And Fireside take on Taufik. In Division 6, Armenian Youth Association take on Chow and Berbers. And North Atletico take on Highgate Albion Wolves. In the Junior Challenge Cup, Highgate Albion Birds take on London Wednesday. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Shield, EC Galaxy face U Copper. In the Invitational Cup, we've got a double header between Northwest Galacticos and Gal Rule Stars. In the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, Arnest Rangers take on Anatolians. Brothered Cosy face Maida Villa. London Orient take on AFC Edmonton. Shentry take on Edmonton Rovers. Westland Wanderers Old Boys take on Camden FC. And in the Middlesex Intermediate Cup Final, Ashford Town take on Highgate Albion Reserves. Uh, we actually went out to Ashford Town in the quarterfinals. 
Um, and we've obviously played Highgate Albion Reserves there in our league. Um, lots of luck to Highgate Albion Reserves. I do think they'll do the business here. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win to them. Join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Uh, as always, going to run through the results um, and have a look at the fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 10th of April, uh, and just maybe give a bit of an update in terms of the leagues, uh, where we're at with the with the league tables and champions, uh, etc. So starting with the results, uh, and in the Premier Division, it's Phoenix nil, Brookman's Park 2. In Division 1, Harpen and Cole Old Boys 1, Pinewood 3. Player Pack 6, Wheat Sheaf 1. In Division 2, FYP 1, Welling Warriors 0. In Division 3, Oaks 0, Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers 5. Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers, uh, congratulations, crown champions after that win. In Division 4, St Albans Athletic 1, Phoenix Reserves 3. In Division 5, St Albans Warriors 2, Phoenix A 1. In the Charity Cup last 16, it was St George's 4, TNF 1. And in the Intermediate Cup quarterfinal, it was... Beehive 1, Hatfield Seniors 6, and Harpen and, Old, Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves 0, 6 Bell Reserves 2. Also had in the Intermediate Cup quarterfinal, Wheat Amstead 89-3, Marshallswick Rovers 1. In the KO Cup quarterfinals, we had Blackbury Jacks 0, AFC London Road 2, Skewbridge 4, AFC London Road Reserves 0. In the Reserve Cup quarterfinal, Mermaid 3, Welling Warriors 1. In the Golden Junior Cup group stage, it was Hansbury's 1, Moortown 3, and London Coney United 2, Radlett Town 2. In the Golden Senior Cup group stage, it was Hilltop 4, Six Bells 1, and Plough and Harrow 3, Auburn Dynamo 1. Fixtures for this week then, Sunday the 10th of April in the Premier Division. Queen's Head against Skewbridge. Division 1, Player Packs against Blackbury Jacks. Stratford Arms against Pinewood. In Division 2, Harpen and Cut Old Boy Reserves against FYP. Wheat Amsterdam 89 against Mermaid. And BWSC against Six Bells Reserves. In Division 3, Oaks against Beehive. And TNF against Two Willows. In Division 4, Mermaid Reserves against Moortown. And Royston Rangers against St George's. In Division 5, Brookman's Park Reserves against Rosen Crown Mosquitoes. Phoenix A against London Coney United and Royston Rangers Reserves against Marshallswick Rovers. In the Challenge Cup, AFC London Road Reserves against AFC London Road. Welling Warriors against Little Heath in the Intermediate Cup. Phoenix Reserves against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers in the Junior Cup. And in the Golden Senior Cup, Wheat Sheaf face Auburn Dynamos or Ocean's Eleven. That fixture still to be decided. Six Bells face Phoenix and Welling Warriors Reserves play Radlett Town in the Golden Junior Cup. So this week then, taking a, uh, a look at the league tables and where we are at for the season. So the Premier Division was wrapped up last week as Skewbridge were crowned champions, I think, for an eighth time. Um, fantastic achievement for them. Um, were the favourites going into it at the start of the year, but a few of the sides looked strong with some of the signings they've made. But the key here is, is Skew are so consistent. So other teams strengthen and, and, and some will argue that on their day could have... On, be on par with Skew, but that that's not the case. Skewbridge are so consistent. If they're missing certain players, they've got 
top quality players to come in as well. Um, yeah, Skewbridge definitely, de definitely uh, worthy winners here. 12 points clear with three games to play. That could easily stretch to 15, 16 points, I think. Uh, so congratulations to Skewbridge in the Prem. Uh, then into Division 1. Obviously, last week, Stratford and uh, Player Packs, two of the top three, played against each other. And look, it was a, it was a big, big, big game. If Player Packs had won that, I think it would have made it a bit interesting. However, now you, you've got a fancy Stratford. They're three points clear of Player Packs with two games in hand. They're uh, one point clear of Hilltop with five games in hand. Haven't lost all season. You've got to take that into account as well. If a team hasn't lost all season, then I don't think they're going to start doing that now. They've got a habit of picking up results when they're not playing well. Um, like... Uh, and, and being 3-0 down against one of the, the best, arguably the second best side in this league on paper. Um, and then coming back to draw 3 all just shows the, the, the sort of uh, attitude and the desire of the team. And, and yeah, they've obviously got one eye on the County Cup final at the start of next month. I think that will be, that's a given. Players will be looking at that, but they've still got to get a job done in the league. And I think they will. I think they'll get it done quite convincingly. And I think the other top two, Hilltop and Player Packs, will stay in the top, that, that will be the top three. It just might change order. Um, player packs should jump above Hilltop because they've got a couple of games in hand. Uh, Division 2. Division 2 is a really interesting league. Um, the top five, I think, are, 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 were at one point further clear than the others. But looking into it now, you've got... <clears throat> yeah, so from, from Little Heath in fifth, um, there's 12 points that separates them and FYP in first. But Little Heath have got six games in hand. Mermaid have got five games in hand and they're only nine points behind. Um, and Welling Warriors uh, have a game in hand, but that huge win for FYP at the weekend against Welling Warriors 1-0, that could have been a different story if, uh, if Welling Warriors had picked up a result there. So look, it's, it's still really close. Realistically, with three games to play for the top two, four games for Welling Warriors, but with Mermaid with eight to play and Little Heath with nine to play, realistically, you've got to look at that. And, and and unless they start losing a hell of a lot of games, Mermaid and Little Heath is, have got to be serious contenders. But you cannot write off FYP. They've been top all season. Uh, it's not their fault that the, the other teams haven't played. And I always say I'd rather have the points on the board. So I think this is a free horse race now um, between Mermaid, FYP and Little Heath. Um, and it's going to go down to the wire. So, yeah, really interesting in Division 2. In Division 3, uh, this weekend, we Amsterdam Wanderers crowned champions of Division 3 in, in style, really, with a 5-0 win against uh, the bottom side, Oaks. Um, obviously, look, really good season for them. Only lost one game all season. Uh, there's some really good sides in this league. Um, Ocean's Eleven and Beehive, on another day, I think they could have been champions. But when you've got Hatfield Seniors and Wheatham's the Wanderers in the league, they're two very good sides, could easily be playing the league up now, and they'd be competing up there for sure. Um but yeah, two very good teams there. Congratulations to Kevin, the boys at Wheatamsey for winning that. Hatfield Seniors, I know they've missed out on the league, but they're in both cup competitions still. So they'll be looking for a, a, a bit of a, a cup double. They have knocked Wheatamsey out of one of the cups as well. So really strong league this one. And, and congratulations to Wheatamsey Wanderers. Um, moving on to Division 4. And again, this title is yet to be decided. Um, there's a couple of teams that can win it. So obviously Phoenix are top. Uh, 37 points from 16. Um, that is them done now. They are, they are, they are done in terms of uh, in terms of playing. Stratford Arm reserves can only get nine points, so they can't actually catch Phoenix anymore. Um, the team to look out for here who can catch them is Hearts Vets. They've got five games left, and all they can do is level points. Fifteen points they can get, which will put them on thirty-seven, the same as Phoenix reserves. Um, I didn't actually realise that Phoenix had finished their games. I thought there's an extra game in this league, but there's not because a team were were, were uh, withdrawn. Um, so yeah. 
they, they need to overturn 15 points and a 10-goal deficit Hearts Vets. They're also in a cup competition still, so that's another distraction. And they've got to do this in five games. It's going to be tough, but look, they can definitely do it. They've been very good this season. But Phoenix Reserves, again, as always, they're rather the points on the board. And they are exactly where they are because they've been very good in Division 4 this year. But again, another close league. Um, with, uh, with most of the teams here competing really well against each other. A very good league there, Division 4. And finally, on to Division 5. Now, Brookmans Park have been top most of the year, but last week, Welling Warriors beating them 5-1. Not only overhauled, a, the, put, overhauled them at the top of the league, where Welling Warriors went two points clear, but it also drawed back the goal difference now with Welling Warriors in control of that. Um, however, one game each left to play. Brookmans Park's game is this week against third-place Rosencrown Mosquitoes. So, look, they know what they've got to do. They have to win. Otherwise, Welling Warriors Reserves are crowned champions. If they do win, it then flips onto Welling Warriors Reserves' final game of the season against Marshallswick Rovers. Um, Marshallswick Rovers have six games left to play still. Uh, they'll probably finish, I think, third or fourth in this league, Marshallswick Rovers. They've got a lot of games in hand. Um, but, yeah, going down to the wire, to the last game between Welling Warriors Reserves and Brooklyn's Park Reserves, really, really close to call. But, obviously, it is in Welling Warriors' hands and a lot will deem on this re uh, result on the weekend between second and third but that's a run through of the five divisions um yeah next on to the super six finally this week then on to the super six and it's starting off with a game that i think has been in the super six every time it's been in i think it's got to be it's the top two teams in the prem um like i said is it, we, we've got to look for the best games now uh, we've gone out through the season trying to give as many teams a chance to get in the super six but when the top two in the prem are playing each other we have to uh we have to go with that it's queen's head against skew Skew, obviously, immaculate at the start of this, um, throughout the whole season. Only lost one game in a cup competition. I think it was on penalties as well. So, yeah, very, very hard to bet against them. And I'm going to go that Queenshead will come out strong for this. Um, however, I think Skew will win. I'm going to go for a 2-0 Skew win. Uh, next in this, I've got Wheat Hampstead 89 against Mermaid. This is in the league. Two sides, second against fourth. Um, but fourth place Mermaid with a lot of games in hand. But look. In Division 2, the, the, the league's so tight with them playing each other three times and the top five technically can all still win the league mathematically. You, you can't... Nothing's an easy game in this league. A really, really tight game. I'm going to sit on the fence of this one. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. We are 89 against Mermaid. Then at the other end of Division 2, we've got BWSC against Six Bell Reserves. BWSC, a little bit of resurgence towards the end of the season. Uh, last couple of games done reasonably well. Six Bells Reserves be absolutely buzzing uh, after reaching the semi-final of the Intermediate Cup with a 2-0 win at the weekend. Um, but I'm presuming they've got a good side out for that. Uh, got everyone down, which you obviously would when you've got nothing to play for in the league. So I'm going to go BWSC in this one. I think it'll be a close game. I'm going to go for a 2-1 BWSC win. Uh, next on the list, Brookmans Park Reserves against Rosencrown Mosquitoes. Obviously, as I mentioned earlier, this game has a lot riding on it in terms of for Brookmans Park's title hopes. They have to win, otherwise the title is well in Warriors. I think they will win. I think they'll win comfortably. I'm going to go for a 4-1 win to Brookmans Park Reserves. Next is Phoenix Reserves against Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers. This is in uh, one of the cup competitions, I believe. It's the uh, Junior Cup. Top of Division 4 against champions of Division 3. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but I think we Amsterdam Wanderers are very strong. Uh, and as I said, I think they should be maybe a league, league high already. Um, so for sure, I think they're going to win this. I think Felix Reserves give them a good game, but I think it'll be a goal-scoring game. Both teams get goals. I'm going to go for a 5-2 win for Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. And finally, 
the game of the week for me. Um, maybe not from a personal, just a personal reason, but just for in a league thing. I'd done it the other week when the two Phoenix sides clashed with each other. It's AFC London Road Reserves against AFC London Road. Me and Archie going head to head with each other. Um, obviously, one club off the pitch, but and on it usually. But this for 90 minutes, everyone wants to win. The lads know each other. A lot of the lads know each other, sorry, should I say. Um, the reserves fancy their chances, and, and, and I don't blame them. They've got a very good side, our reserves, when they get everyone out. Um, and I think they'll have everyone out that, that they can possibly have for this one because it's their best chance of success this season, having been knocked out of the cup by Skew at the weekend. My lot, obviously, we're in three semi-finals. We know what it takes to win these big games. But again, it's going to be very, very tough. The pressure is most definitely on the first team. Um, really big game. Uh, we've we've hired out another pitch for it, uh, a neutral pitch of a bar at a clubhouse and that. So come down to Old Owens and Potter's Bar, 10.30 kick off this one. Um, it should be a cracking game. Uh, look, <laughs> it, whenever it involves my my club, I'm very reluctant to give a score. The fact it involves both teams at my club and one of them is the team I manage, it's going to be, I'm, 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 going to, I'm not going to say anything because this will come back to bite me in the ass. But what I will say is London Road will have a team in the Challenge Cup final uh, and it's sure to be a cracking game to come down to... Um, to uh, Old Owens in Potter's Bar. I'm just thinking of the stick I'm going to get for not putting a stick in, a, stick in the back behind my life. Obviously, I'll back my team, but Archie's team are very, very good as well. And I think it's just going to be a cracking game and a, a, a great day for the club either way. So we, we will have a team in the Challenge Cup final and hopefully the winners of this going to win the whole thing. Um, that's all for this week. Thank you very much for your time and speak to you soon. All the best. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This is the Metropolitan part of the Silk All Across the League show. Starting with the results from the 3rd of April. In the John Pitt Senior, Brockley Athletic nil, Carpet FC 2. In Division 2, the People's FC 4, Petswood 1. In the Bill Bearstead, AFC Charlton 1, AFC Brixton 5, Duke Clarence 3, Lit Cap 2. In the Bart Burstead Trophy, Athletic Dildale 0, Golden Eagles 4, Belmont Athletic 0, Grand Athletic 5. And in the Ted Holder Trophy, AFC Croydon Town Reserves 2, Dio Valente 5. AFC Charlton Reserves 1, Honor Oak 3. Game between Rose and Crown and Sporting Lions was abandoned due to an injury. Ready for the fixtures for the 10th of April. Starting with the John Pitts Senior, AFC Croydon Town go to Duke of Clarence. Athletic Dildell faces Carpet FC. In Division 2, the Peoples play Rose and Crown. In the Bill Burstead, Dio Valente will play Petswood. In the Bart Burstead, AFC Rondo will play Grand Athletic. And FC Kawuya will play AFC Brixton. In the Ted Holder, Duke FC versus Greenwich Park Rangers. A quick rundown through the table, starting with the Ron Pope Premier. AFC Brixton are top, 21 points with 11 played. Grand Athletic are 17 points with only 7 to play. Golden Eagles, 16 played 11. 
FC Korea 15 with 11 played. As it stands, Catford FC finished bottom, 7 points from their 12 games. Into the John Pitt Senior. Brockley Athletic played 14, 28 points. Carpet FC, 13 games played, 27 points. So it looks like Carpet FC need to win this weekend to win the title. Away from Brockley Athletic. Duke Clarence, 25 points from 13. AFC Croydon Town, 23 points from 13. Teviot Rangers, 19 points from 14. Lit Cap, 19 points from 14. Athletic Dildal, 16 points from 13. And FC Rondo have managed just a single point from their 14 games this year. <clears throat> Into Division 1, uh, Grange Park Rangers won the league a few weeks ago with 42 points from 15 so far. Dio Valente, 38 points from 15. And then Duke FC, 28 points from 15. FC Quarantan Reserves, 27 points from 15. Bromley Green South, 24 points from 16 games. AFC Charlton, 20 points from 16 games. Honor Oak, 13 points from 16 games. Catford FC, 9 points from 16 games. And London Lionhearts with 1 point from 16 games. Into Division 2, People's FC win the league last week with 44 points from 17 games. FC Charlton Reserves, 40 points from their 18 games. Rosen Crown have 40 points from 17 games as they got a, a walkover win versus South London Doves. Bromley Road, 29 points from 18. Petswood, 25 points from 18. Sporting Lions, 24 points from 18. Interfector, 15 points from 18. Blues FC, 15 points from 18. Yes, Lions, 13 points from 18. And South London Doves will be 13 points from 18. So congratulations again to the Peoples for winning the league. Greenwich Park Rangers for winning Division 1. And it's still all to play for in the top two divisions. Next week will be, I think, final rounds of league fixtures. So we should have winners of the other two trophies and also a bit clearer of where we are in all the cup competitions. So, as always, good luck. Enjoy your game. Stay safe. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 3rd of April. This Sunday saw the first of the league's finals, the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup final, where Chelfon Saints claimed the first silverware of the season after they won the Intermediate Cup 4-2 on penalties, beating Southern Cross after an absorbing final finish 1-1 after 120 minutes. It was a nervy opening for both sides in the first half, which ended goalless with Chelfont's best periods of play coming through the midfield with Sam Roberts and Liam Hennessy creating some half-chances for the lively Aidan Brennan up front, supported by the pacey Callum Donovan down the left. Southern Cross's best chances 
came from Kai Burris, whose ability to take on and beat defenders caused the Chalfon defence some nervy moments. The second period opened in sensational fashion when, three minutes into the half, Chalfon went ahead thanks to what only could be described as a rush of blood to the head of either Southern Cross keeper and captain Liam McDonough. He grabbed the ball ahead of a challenge from Aidan Brennan, but as the ball went downfield, he kicked out at his, at his opponent and the penalty was awarded, which he slotted, was slotted home by Dan McCain. Five minutes later, it looked like McCain had put the game beyond Southern Cross when he scrambled the ball over the line, but the goal was disallowed for offside with the players celebrating what they thought was the second goal. That let off and a change in formation saw Southern Cross force themselves back into the game, helped by pushing Dave Flannery into a striker position, and this self certainly helped change the game. Flannery first headed wide with a goal at his mercy with 14 minutes left, then twice in a minute as the game entered its final 10 minutes, he headed against the crossbar with the ball hat clear on both occasions. McCain was still looking dangerous for Chelfont, and with four minutes left, McDonough redeemed himself for his early misdemeanour for the penalty when he palmed away a McCain cross come shot, which was headed for the top corner of the goal. With seconds left, though, Southern Cross took the game into extra time. A long free kick from Stefani Grimes Ford went all the way through the packed area and seemed to go through the Saints keeper Neville Smith. And Dave Flannery pounced on the loose ball to scramble it over the line. Both sides tired in extra time, having given their all, and the tie went to a penalty shootout, with Southern Cross going first. Curtis Seawood saw his effort going off the crossbar before McCain replied for Saints. But the shootout swung in favour of Saints when both Raph Martins and Chike Dale saw their efforts saved by Neville Smith, either side of well-taken penalties from Tom Mack and Sam Roberts. Gary Wicks kept Cross alive when he scored his team's fourth kick, but it was left to Tom Segrew to slot home the winning kick for Saints. In the Terry Devereux Cup, uh, sorry, Cup semi-finals, the finalists for the outstanding Cup final were confirmed as Old Valerians and St Joseph's will face off after both teams came through close semi-final ties. St Joseph's came through an epic match against Evergreen, winning 4-3 on penalties after a 3-3 draw. St Joseph's had a dream start, taking the lead in the opening 20 seconds when a cross from Alex Ward was volleyed home by Luke Peerless, and the lead was quickly doubled when Dom David scored with a low shot into the corner following a mazy run. Evergreen called, pulled a goal back just before half-time through Jake Sahota, and Evergreen had to change their goalkeeper at half-time due to an injury, and the replacement stood no chance when Dom David scored his second of the game when he curled home a 25-yard free kick. But the game was not over, and Evergreen struck Troy twice through Ollie Cripps and Alex Goldberg to take the tie to extra time. 
In the extra 30 minutes, Evergreen were reduced down to 10 men, but battled through to a shootout. Evergreen had an early advantage when they missed when they missed their first kick, but St. Joseph's had keeper Lewis Everett to thank as he saved two Evergreen penalties, which allowed Anton Collins to score the decisive kick to put his team through. Old Falarians beat Everett Rovers Reed 2-1. Falarians went ahead in the first half when Dan Woosley's corner from the right was met at the back post by T Harry Tampin to head home. Falarians had the opportunity to double their lead from the spot, but Charlie Patmore saved it. Everett, who played some of their best football of the season, drew level in the second half when, after they had hit both the post and crossbar, Louis Griff Griffiths netted. Everett then missed several good chances to win the game before Falarians netted the winner, when a Craig Totten free kick from the right was met once more by Harry Templin to complete his brace with another header. In the Premier Division, North Watford remained unbeaten at the top of the table as they made it 12 wins from 13 games, with a 6-0 win over bottom-placed FC Unicorn. Ashley Lewis opened the scoring with a fine-bodied goal before Daryl Brown doubled the lead with a run from back, a quick one-two, and he slotted past the keeper. Connor Flanagan kept his run of goals going with two very neat finishes before Coram Chase came off the bench to score a brace with two good finishes. In Division 1, the title race now seems to be down between Casterbury Rangers and Bushy Rangers and outsiders Bushy Eagles as all three sides 1-2-1. Casterbury beat the former long-time leaders Chester United for a second week on the trot. Chess playing a 100th game for the league went ahead in the first half after Ben Bouges set up Cameron Murray to score with a long-range volley. Casterbury hit back in the second half, taking what could be a vital three points, thanks to goals from Aidan Leslie and Daryl Hennessy, who converted a late penalty. Casterbury still lead Bushy Rangers by a point from the same number of games played as Bushy beat WDFC 2-1. Tom Pearman scored both the Bushy goals, with Dion Bell pulling back a goal for WD. Eagles remain in the title race as they overcame Langleyberry Cricket Club with Serge Ellickson scoring in each half before Jamie Madden pulled the goal back for the home side. In Division 2, Hertfordshire Eagles are the new leaders of the division as they finally took maximum points from a double header at the third time of asking, having drawn and taken four from six in the last two outings. They beat West Hearts 2-1 in the first game. Glenn O'Malley and James Hicks netting with Stephen Clooney replying for West Hearts. And in the second game, Jordan Osborne's goal was a decisive moment to see them take the full six points. Watford Town's hopes of making the title, of taking the title rather, have all but disappeared following a 4-2 home defeat to Sparta Phoenix. Gary Yerby and Ryan Sharkey netted for town, but Phoenix took all three points thanks to goals from Floyd Thompson, James Lafray, Tom Realstone and an own goal. 
Forza Watford beat Watford New Sports thanks to a goal from Blade and Trigg, while St Mary's Harefield decided to resign from the league just hours after a 7-2 home defeat to middle table Dunbar. This despite still being fourth in the table. Craig Matheson and Harry Fulbrook scored for St Mary's, whilst Jay Haynes netted five times for Dunbar and James Armstrong netted twice. Finally, in Division 3, Wishingwell, Watford and Batchworth fought out a 4-4 draw. Alex Dean, Connor Powell, Jamie Wheeler and Dean Delaney scoring for Wishingwell, with Michael Walsh with a double, Alex Hollis and John Robertson replying for the visitors. Inter are finishing the season strongly as they chalked up a second win on the bounce, 2-0 over Watford Youth Sports Old Boys, with Gabriel Casagrande and Dan Kenner on the spot with the goals. That's it for this week. Finally, just to remind you all that we have our second cup final, the Chairman's Cup final, this Sunday the 10th of April between Abbott's Langley Club and Casterby Rangers at Oxyjets FC. All are welcome. Admission is £3, including programme. Thank you. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.